Let's do that. Okay, right, one minute 40. We're coming up to one minute 40, so we'll just talk till then, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell everyone to be quiet when we get to one minute 40. You know you can move the thingy. <clears throat> yeah, but, you know, we're here now. We're doing it. Okay. We're nearly there okay. now anyway, so... Duncan, really? you, you're going to have to keep yourself contained for like yeah. until Dan starts speaking. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? I know. I'm going to behave. I'm doing a bit of well measuring out food at the moment. So right from now. I am. Welcome to the Avengers Endgame spoiler cast. We are going to be talking everything Endgame. Uh, if you haven't watched it, turn it off now. But if you have, then uh, keep listening because we're going to probably be in tears by the end of it. To do this, we have <laughs> Russ. Russ, how are you? Good, thank you. Excellent. We have Duncan. Seen, seen it twice. Seen didn't, it. didn't piss myself either time. Didn't piss yourself? No. No, it's funny how I can control my bladder for three hours, isn't it? I can't. Oh, hang on. I forgot. This is the extra long one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you just need to fade it out at some point. I'll fade it out now. There cool. we go. Yeah, go. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, didn't piss yourself. Well done. Uh, Duncan, did you wee yourself when you watched Endgame? First uh, No, I, I uh, ran out. I've only seen it once so far. Emma did say, oh, you could go off and see it again, but I didn't have time yesterday. I was doing work. No. So, um, no, I, I left, uh, and because I can piss incredibly quickly, I can. I got back within uh, no time at all, and I didn't really miss anything. I picked it at a point that I thought, yeah, I can, I can leave at this point, and then I thought I was bogging for a wee by the end again. There you go, in anyway, depth, it, in depth, and yeah. how Duncan can pee incredibly quickly. <laughs> I mean, it, it is very impressive. Like we, can, we can all attest to that. Yeah, it's like a. F1 pit stop, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's just, mm-hmm. the, the sheer velocity is, is genuinely impressive. <laughs> Alan Partridge explaining um, having a shit on a train without touching anything. That <laughs> 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 reminded me of then. Right, yeah. But that's, yes. Elbows, elbows. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's not, in, he's not in Avengers Endgame, so we should not talk about that. Uh, we're mm-hmm. also going to talk about the Far From Home trailer, which is incredibly spoilery, so we've left it to this one as well. Yeah. Right, firstly... We, I think everyone knows what we think of this film. But uh, let's just go around and, and find out what everyone actually thought of this film. Yeah. Russ. Solid three out of five. <laughs> Seven out of ten, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, this is genuinely an incredible film. Yeah. I think I said on the last one that sort of people have mentioned that it does make Infinity War look a little bit by the numbers in comparison. Yeah. And it... It, it is insane what this film manages to do. I mean, I know it takes three hours, but it feels like about a 90-minute movie. It feels like a trilogy. Um, they do three different things in that. They do, they do... There is a film's worth of stuff has happened 20 minutes into it. Yeah. It's incredible. And yet it doesn't feel rushed. No, no. point does it feel rushed. No. I, I love this film. Duncan, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it didn't feel like it was a three-hour film. I kind of felt some of it, it might have, it didn't feel like it was three, it was three hours long. It did sometimes feel like it might have gone on a wee bit 
too long. Um, I yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to deny I loved it. Um, I might have cried three times. <laughs> you know, I, I rarely cry at films, and I cried three times, and I can't believe I did. Um, yeah, I liked the twist. Uh, someone pointed out to me going well it was a brave thing to do killing off the main villain early on (laughs) and then sort of building up a film again from there and you know that that they weren't really there wasn't really a villain up until the very end when Thanos suddenly comes back in uh, into it and yeah yeah some of it I don't know I my main thing was that I loved the last battle Mm. And then suddenly everyone appears, uh, Thanos brings his big army, suddenly everyone else appears. And though I love the appearance of the fact that people are back, uh, that bit kind of at times felt a wee bit messy. And some of the sequences just annoyed me a bit. But <laughs> Annoyed you? That is, yeah, just in retrospect, it's just kind of like, <laughs> oh, I thought, you know, ah, come on, Thanos must have been close to being... Uh, beaten but i only thought that afterwards it's at the time i loved it i thought every bit of it was wonderful i was absorbed into it and there is nothing i prefer uh, let's face it korg and meek they just made the film <laughs> so glad they were in it <laughs> i was <laughs> what's the funny one of the funniest it's just the bit the background when they're talking and you just watch meat just slurp up a slice of pizza meat eating a pizza is one of the cutest things as well it is um i saw uh, so let's let's start there with with new asgard then shall we yeah and fat thor who um i saw this awful article in the guardian that was shaming him was it you that brought that up, Duncan, actually, I think? Yeah, yeah. I bloody well hated that. Yeah. It's someone someone saying, and Emma read it as well, just went, what the... No, they've completely missed the point here. Hmm. Fat Thor is not fat shaming. He's not there for a cheap laugh. No. It is highlighting that he is going through, P- obviously, a seriously... Um, a se- you know, serious emotional trauma after after Infinity War. He and takes on a lot five of years on. Mm? Yeah, it takes on a lot of guilt. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I can vaguely, I can sort of sympathise with people who disagree with that scene, mm. but personally, I I didn't personally think it was fat shaming. No, he's not presented as a joke. No, no, he and he he doesn't lose weight throughout the film. He as well. like he's clearly he's... massively depressed. Yeah, and. It it he's, does deal with that quite well. People laughed at it, a, yeah. a, but that doesn't mean that it was being presented as a joke, and no. it wasn't like constantly people were sort of taking the piss out of him. There's like people calling him Lebowski or whatever. Yeah, that's more to do with the way he was dressed. Yeah, and the way he was acting and his his greasy hair and, mm. and like it was. It was um he. It was actually a. It was more his weight was due due to the fact that he had a drink problem. Yeah, and yeah. that was something that they were really covering is going and there were constant comments going yeah come on you should probably lay off the the booze here uh and there was that it was showing up the that he, he actually was... more than had a eating problem he, he had a drink problem because of his feelings of guilt it was a visual representation of how he was feeling as well that's the mm. other mm. way to look at it and and it wasn't like 
oh, well, Thor's back. Now he's super ripped Thor again. No, he was still chunky Thor, even in the battle with Thanos. Now that I love that yeah. bit when he when he sort of he like gets his shit together. Yeah. But he doesn't physically change. Yeah. He's like his he neatens himself up and he gets that awesome braided beard. Fucking looks so cool. Uh, yeah. But I mean he's still he's still big Thor. Yeah. He's just battering the shit out of Thanos. Yeah, he he just looks Admittedly it does look like he, he just looks more solid. Yeah. But yeah, it, at, at the same time it's so I, I I didn't have that much of a problem with it. It would have been if if he had been like he's trying to be jovial and funny with yeah. them because he's trying to shrug off the idea that he might have any sort of a problem. Yeah. Because he's not the kind of guy that can open up about his feelings very easily. But I I think I I don't really have that much of a problem with it. There's one joke. There's one joke about his weight, and that is uh, War Machine. When he says lightning courses through my, do you know what courses through my veins? And War Machine cheese whiz, whiz, which is genuinely (laughs) quite funny. But it's not like you see him eating all the time, um, which is generally the point. If it's fat shaming, generally that's what they're trying to get across. It's not like Ben Stiller at the end of Dodgeball kind of fat shaming. Exactly, yeah. Um, and he still turns up on um, Asgard, attempting to woo Natalie Portman, (laughs) like that. That's the plan all along. And he, he fucking... He, it's obvious that he's no less worthy. Yeah. Because Molnir still comes to it. Mjolnir! Mjolnir! Uh, I, I, um, I, I loved it. And, and yeah, and it means they could... They could give him a very different look at the end of it. And he looked like... Um, like God. a slightly more... Yeah, he looked like a, like a, like a Viking... Like, I thought, he looked I thought, like a yeah, proper Norse god. boss yeah. at the end. Exactly, yeah. Mm. It really suited him. I thought it was really cool. So yeah, there's that. That's good. And so the film obviously plays out. You've got the the first act, which is them dealing with the loss, basically. After yeah. they've first twenty minutes, they they chop that. Well, Thor chops Thanos' head off. Did not did not see that no coming. So basically, everything you see in the trailer is leading up to that first twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, with the exception of the suits. That they show yeah. the suits, in the, yeah. But pretty much everything else was the lead up to that mission, and I was sort of thinking, this is, this is going pretty fast. Yeah. Like, are they going to have to, like, they're going to chase him around a few planets a bit, or like, you know, what's going to happen here? Mm. But uh, yeah, did not see that coming. No. So then it's five years later, which I thought was another bold thing that mm. they did, which was like they've been dealing with this shit for five years now, and that is going to. It's going to introduce complexity into yeah. the MCU because, like, the already w- does the world yeah. is going to struggle from yeah. that so like well the mcu is now set in the future yeah which kind of frees them up a bit in yeah. some ways but like um like they're gonna have to deal with things like the the world's population got halved and then five years later it got doubled yeah like there's gonna be chaos yeah. as a result of that there's gonna be like people will have grieved and moved on and found someone else and then their partner comes back there's going to be people whose loved ones died in accidents as a result of the snap who didn't come back and they're going to feel incredibly embittered by this whole thing and it's the kind of thing they will actually deal with yeah they can't just plow on they're going to have to address the way the world is yeah um it's like in, in even in the the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Yeah, presumably they're going to have to deal with that. Very, also very convenient that all of the main characters in Spider-Man got snapped so that they're not some of them college age. 
I would hope that we see some of his mates that are like five years older. Yeah. Like a very convenient way of getting around the the, the love interest in in um, Homecoming will be have have her be someone that didn't get snapped. Also, she moved to a different. Did she actually move? Did, did, I thought didn't she move to another oh, city okay. at the end? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she yeah. did. But uh, yeah, like the, the world is going to be in chaos. There's yeah. going to be like the over that five years, yeah. the suicide rate is going to have been through the roof. Yeah. And like people's homes got destroyed and yeah. all this sort of stuff. So yeah, I mean, there's like a whole sort of like socio-economic impact movie that you could do that just didn't have any superheroes in it. There is actually movie. a whole environmental hmm. impact because it was all living things. Thanos wasn't very specific. No. And it was my one issue. It was a one issue. It, this is me doing a rush of picking up on something that is unlikely. Like you wouldn't have got the whales because they their population was decimated as well. Mm. Because he's done half of all living things. It wasn't just human population. It was as we see, it was birds as well. And that's it how could Ant- be, Ant- Ant says, oh, it could it be the you know yeah the the whale population got halved, mm. but. They're just changing their habitats because the pollution's changed. Mm. I think was the yeah was the overall message there. So you might have like eco extremists who thought that it was a good idea mm. in future. Yeah, so that would be an interesting way. To so look all at sorts it as well. of stuff. Yeah. But I, I I really liked how much time the film spent mm. studying the fallout of the last one. Yeah. So you got the examination of the different ways people have grieved and moved on and tried to deal with this and what they're doing with their lives now that they feel probably a bit purposeless yeah and and you can tell that the effect it's had on the individual characters just by even just the way they look like Mm. it's clear that i don't believe that black widow's hair for example is a really little thing that's clearly just her roots kind of coming through isn't it yeah she's like she's barely holding on yeah you can tell and like She's living. She's living off like peanut butter sandwiches. For when yeah. when Cap comes in and she's really upset, yeah, like that, it, he's, he's not like holy shit, what's wrong? Yeah. like you get the impression that she's upset a lot, yeah, and that they all are, yeah, definitely. Well, her friend's gone on a murdering rampage as well, so mm. which is a cool way of introducing. Like you could do a whole film on that. That opening scene at yeah. Hawkeye's house, like that, got gasps in the cinema yeah. when he turns around and his daughter's gone. Yeah, even though you know and it's going to happen. have a clue what had yeah. happened. Yeah. And it's so well, it's just so mm. quiet. Yeah, that it's really creepy. The first hour of the whole film is really quiet in general. It's quiet, the color palette is yeah. muted, it's quite dark. Yeah. Like literally like the light level yeah. is low. It's um yeah, it's sort of very hauntingly done. It's yeah. really good. It's re- it's re- the idea that I love the idea that they've moved on, but they haven't moved on. No, like as yeah. soon as there's a glimmer of a plan, yeah. they're so desperate. Yeah, even even Stark, who has moved on mm. as well. I, I love the the bit where he's just like, I'm just going to play around with it, and just like just playing around with it, figures out time travel. That's <laughs> just that's just very Tony Stark. Yeah, well, I I have to admit, I, a I'm really worried about Tom. Why? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, if I even cry at Tony Stark, and <laughs> I'm not a Tony Stark fan, um, and, you know, this changed my mind. I was like, actually, you know, maybe I'm, I'm definitely wrong. And then I, we were watching Age of Ultron, and I was like, no, he's a complete dick. Um, but yeah. this film, it's, it's a lovely 
close of a Tony Stark arc, mm. if you like. So I am worried about Tom. St- I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything. Going, look, please just call us. You know, we're here for you because <laughs> it was give away. But um, yeah, t- yeah, he's he's. I mean, everyone is doing their best work in this film, yeah. and they're clearly building on multiple films worth of experience with these characters. But yeah. they they really nail the Tony and Cap arcs in yeah. this, um, and they're like. I quite liked that there was no big hug, hugging it out reconciliation between them. Tony is still angry at Steve after yeah. all this time, even after the five years. Yeah, he's still angry at him. It's it's kind of simmered down a bit, and he kind of you know he's got other priorities in his life now, but he still has that that hint of of anger and resentment towards mm. him, and you can tell that Cap sort of he feels. He, he's re- he's deeply sad about mm. the, the the loss of that of that relationship and they the bit where <laughs> it's so silly but the way he just canes his car into the Avengers yeah. compound and they just like overshoots by a meter and has to reverse <laughs> back that little bit there handing back over the yeah. shield that's the closest they get to a big hug kiss yeah. makeup sex moment well the, and throughout the film do you trust me yeah that kind of thing as well mm. like they get a whole scene together which yeah. just just those two and. Just those two dealing with uh, people from their past life. But the back before the five year mm. snap, when Tony mm. just rips Cap apart, yeah. is that's that is an amazing scene. Yeah, he he is of course wrong. By the way, he <laughs> created those robots that in the first place. But like yeah. you know, the suit of armor around the world. Yeah, could have done with that. And you know, you said that we'd lose together, and yeah. you weren't there. Yeah. It, it's devastating. Like it is, like. But it just shows that actually how how little Tony knew what was happening on Earth, mm. because obviously we know that he doesn't know of the big battle. Yeah, that that is a bit of an issue. Is that when he comes back and he has his whole go, he doesn't have a clue what happened on Earth. No, but it, it doesn't only, matter. He, he, does, he wanted right. to, he wanted to do it side by side. He needed yeah. he he needed Cap at that moment. Yeah. And Cap wasn't there. He could have called him though. That was the big thing. Like obviously, well, yeah. yeah. But um, but he was still angry with him. Yeah, like it, it, you get the feeling there's there's more to it than just the fact that he wasn't there for that particular yeah. fight. Yeah. What's going on with the lights, Russ? I don't know. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> I'll just turn it off. Yeah, I need to put a new bulb in that thing. Um, it's messing it up. But it's the, he he does frail. Really well in that scene as well. Like, yeah, I, don't, oh. I, mean, I think there was some, there must be some sort of effects work yeah. on him or something because he looks like yeah. he hasn't eaten for ten days. Yeah, um, yeah, it's good. So five years later, it's clear that Tony Stark is the one that's that's come come away the best from all of this. Well, he's he's the one that's moved on. Yeah, he's got he's he's got different priorities and he's he's you know he's put the past behind him mm. more than the others have. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, uh, a couple of little nods I liked the bit when they're. Um, they're talking on the little hollow, hollow, the holographic mm. things, and Captain Marvel turns to War Machine and goes, "Good luck." Like they've been getting on really well, because in the comics they are doing it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I like. Well, it, it might even just be like, like they, you know, they're both ex USAF. Exactly. Have a bit yeah. Of, bit, of a, bit of a connection. Exactly. So I, I like that that they're clearly mates. Uh, Rocket Raccoon talking about like. Um, why hasn't she had time to do something, but she's had time to change her hair? Also, my nomination for line of the film is yeah. Tony going, 
I swear until three seconds ago, I thought you were a builder bear. <laughs> that was definitely. Rocket's like, maybe I am. <laughs> that's up there with. Um... With uh, it's a little weird because I get uh, emails from a raccoon. <laughs> um, I, l- I like how much you see that they've so like the people that are hanging out on Earth, yeah, sort of. The, I suppose they're the Avengers or whatever, yeah. but you know, they're clearly like over that five years, you don't see any of it, but they've clearly sort of they're like they're all buddies now, yeah. So, <laughs> a bit where Nebula's like, Rody, watch out, there's an idiot in the landing bay, yeah. <laughs> What's up, regular size man? <laughs> that as well. Yeah, I forgot about that. Like they, they've got sort of great. They don't have to go into great detail yeah. trying to explain it. They just show that you've got these great. Like they have relationships between these characters. They didn't know each other before. So, the rat walking on the um, device that brings Ant Man back. So did, I, was I was looking out for this the second gonna, time. Did the rat gonna... actually like press a button? Yeah. Yes. Walk by so walking. So the actual over, yeah. hero mm. of yeah. the movie is that rat. Yeah, that's and that, very convenient. And that's the one in 14 million that the rat walks in, walks over the, the, the bus. Really? That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's what the Russos have said, that the rat is the real hero of the film. Uh-huh. And that is the one in 14 yep. million that happens, is that the rat walks in, walks over the, uh, the button and brings Ant-Man back. Because mm-hmm. without Ant-Man, they can't do anything. No. That's, um, that's why I really like that bit in the fact that Strange gives over the in Infinity mm. War gives over the uh, time stone. Yeah. And then you get Ant-Man and Wasp and it's all focused on the quantum. And yeah. you go, well, this must mean that the time stone, time is really key. He did that deliberately. So mm. he's seen something and the quantum is involved. So it's probably going to be, you could guess that it's probably going to be some kind of, maybe some kind of time travel or traveling within a, a quantum space mm. is going to be part of it. And then when it happens, you're like, okay, you don't see it happening. You you would never have predicted that is how they're going to do it, but it's kind of makes sense. It it fits the other films and everything fits in. It's beautiful. Hmm. Well, yeah, that bit is. So then it leads on to the whole middle act, which is the time heist, which they actually call time heist. Yeah, which is amazing. I love so it. Cool. So th- this is yeah. the big sort of fan service bit. 100%. This is this is a love letter. This is them writing a love letter to themselves. Yeah. Saying, yeah. This is also the bit where they completely blow up their own time travel rules. Yeah. So they've either fucked the universe entirely, yeah, or they've established that the MCU has multiple timelines and multiple realities. Potentially more on that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um which I think again is is covered by some of the old man cap stuff at the end. Yep. Like they so the, the, going to sound like I'm whinging. I'm yep. not. I fucking love this film. Yeah. But there are difficulties with the way the time travel's done. Yeah. If they they killed 2014 Thanos. Yeah. So if it's all one continuous timeline, none of it happened. Yeah. The snap never happened. Yeah. So there must now be alternate branching realities. Yeah, I don't think... I think it's it's the whole no, Basil Exposition thing. Just don't worry what? about it too much. I don't know. Yeah. I, think they, I think they might... This is the kind of thing they'll play on. But... Um, it no, this is why they deliberately didn't go back five years mm. to stop the snap. They have to allow the snap to yeah. happen. No, but they didn't allow the, the snap. Go. The snap can't have. Ha- if it's a single timeline, the snap can't have happened because they killed Thanos. It would have to be a different before timeline. he got 
He did it. Yeah. I think always it, it brings in the fact that it's each individual is has their own technically their own timeline and know, the maybe. fact that they I mean, brought comic books do do this sort of stuff in a weird way but they the old man cap at the end hmm. he has come from another reality yeah. i think he can't the more i think the first time i saw it i thought he he had just been living his life quietly all yeah. this time and it's like oh it's that day isn't it hmm. and he walked up the hill and just sat down there while hmm. they weren't while they weren't watching but now I'm thinking about it, he must have come from another reality. The Russos have said that that's going to be explained yeah. in a different film. Because, like, yeah. Peggy Carter would have done different things. They'd never have allowed S.H.I.E.L.D. to happen. No. Um, yeah, Peggy Carter had moved on. She found a husband. Yeah, well, you could say... So oh, all she yeah. says is, he ultimately saved the man who ended up becoming my husband. Yeah. And that could be him. Him, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I can't see... Captain America and Peggy Carter sitting down going, well, well about now S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to get overtaken by Hydra. We won't say anything. Thousands of people are going to die, but we're not going to say anything. So what if instead Cap goes back in time, saves other Cap? That still creates a branching reality. No, I, I just think when he, he went back in yeah. time and, and set up home with Peggy, that's just a separate reality hmm. now. Um, but also, then, the shield that he hands over to Sam at the end, yeah. it's not the same shield. No, because it's not beaten to shit. It's a different design. Is it? Yeah. It's, if, if you look at it, it's got... Um, there's like a... Within the white star at the middle, there's like raised ridges. And in the white ring, there's kind of like another ring going around. It is a different shield. Hmm. Also, where the fuck did it come from? Yeah. If, if, if he just went into the past, where did he get it from? Yeah. And this is the kind of thing that Marvel... Marvel don't fuck up these kind of notes. No, no, they, so they will. Yeah, you know, it's not like it's like um, Time Cop has very bad continuity management yeah. in terms of. But that's Time Cop. Yeah, that is yeah. Time Cop. Time Cop. This is Marvel. This is Marvel. So, so I'm not whinging about this. Yeah. There are people who are going, oh no, but it doesn't work because because because. Who gives a shit? Well, yeah. you know, it, it, you just have to go with it. Yeah. But I think you just have to accept that there's yeah, there's now like multiple versions. Also, do the Infinity Stones still exist? Yes, because they reset them. Oh, this was actually an issue because Thanos destroys the Infinity Stones, but whilst they're doing the time heist, mm. um, oh, what's her name? The Ancient One. Tilda Swin. Mm. The Ancient One. She goes, if any of the stones are taken out, then it totally screws up yeah. the the timeline. So by yes, Thanos so that must destroying mean the Infinity either... He says they've been reduced down to their component atoms. Mm. Maybe so. It's either they still work if yeah. they're reduced down to their component atoms, or he just thinks he's destroyed them. Yeah, but he hasn't because it's sort of showing that the stones are sort of sentient or have yeah. intelligence behind them. So it might be that they just made him think he had destroyed them, but actually they've gone somewhere else hmm. in that bit of the timeline. But then I suppose yeah, that never actually happens because they kill Thanos before he gets to that point. But they, they, oh, they, they, go, they go out of their way to explain that it still happens, don't they? Yeah, the time so they, they take yeah. the, if you travel back in time, yeah. your present becomes your past, and what you do in your present can't yeah. change your past. So you, it's, yeah, it, it's it's multiple reality type stuff. Yeah. So you can't change the future by changing the past. No. So Also, like it just gives them convenient outs for things. 100%. So like the, the bit where Loki steals the Tesseract, they may as well have just popped up. Coming soon! The, the Loki TV, TV series! Yeah. Thing. Um, like those little bottom lower thirds you get on American TV shows. <laughs> so Leah, let's get to that bit, because that might be my favourite bit in the film. Like The whole New York scene is hilarious. 
it's very so that that is probably like that's the comedy highlight yeah. bit of it i <laughs> love that Hulk game scene. whoa whoa no no no, no. <laughs> i love like the whole like it's like a behind the scenes of the avengers yeah okay you guys can help tidy up you know and like they're, <laughs> they're taking the piss out of themselves yeah. like you know like where Iron Man's looking, he's like, so, yeah, so there I am up there posing it up a What's storm. your plan? Thought, we're going to get something to eat, then I'm going to go back to Asgard. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. like, yeah. Like when, when so the, the cap on cap fight, yeah. which was pretty cool. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. Like, you get the sense of like the, the sort of the cynicism that the older cap <laughs> yeah. has. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, well, you, it, you've got everything that's happened between Avengers and... Um, Infinity War plus five years of him living with half the human race disappeared. Yeah. So like, yeah, he he's going to be a different, more relaxed Cap. Well, and also, I mean, he he and wins that fight by fighting by fighting dirty. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. You know, he 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 goes for his own weak spot by yeah. saying Bucky's alive. Yeah. Which actually, he mentions that in another film, doesn't he? Yeah. He says something like, "Somebody somebody mentions Bucky and my my legs turn to jelly," or something. Yeah. There's a line something like that that he says. Which is great, and then he, I could mind do stones himself. I could do this all day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but of course, it does lead to the amazing moment of, yeah. that is America's ass. That is America's ass. <laughs> it's like, like, so there's the whole. There's three. It's mentioned three times. So you got Robbie. You got uh, Iron Man talking about going. Wow, I forgot that suit does nothing for your ass. <laughs> and Ant Man then talking about going. I think it's great. I think that that's America's ass. <laughs> I noticed it the second time. I saw, the more you see it, the more you know. When when he says that, he does a little salute. Goes, that's yeah. America's ass. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, it's so good. It's so that whole bit is so funny. And then Loki doing the Captain America impression and. And Hulk, like, you might want to try smack. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> it's, it feels a bit gratuitous. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and then you've got the bit that leads on to... Because they try and cover so many different films, hmm. even though it's it's not set in the same point. You've got the bit that's the Winter Soldier bit in the, the lift with all the, oh, the agents that. of Hydra. That was a great little And because the whole time you're thinking, it's going to go off any it's second. Gonna it's going to get again. Yeah. And then he just does the Hell Hydra. And you're like, yes. Yeah. And Which by, also, yeah. that's a brilliant, like, brilliant nod to the comics exactly, arc as yeah. well. D- done in a way that doesn't annoy everybody. Yeah. 100%. Mm. And he goes goes away with the scepter. And then they got Robert Redford back in it somehow. But knows how they managed that. Yeah. Who's, who'd like, he'd announced his retirement, hadn't yeah. he? Um, that's great. That bit's brilliant as well. Just that. The, oh, I. Yeah, sorry, go. On. You needed that kind of levity, uh, particularly there, and then with uh, War Machine and Nebula, but watching Peter Quill. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's just going. I mean, again with the time travel stuff, yeah. like that one on Morag. Yeah. Presumably that stone had been sat there for hundreds of years. Yeah. So they could have gone back at any point. Yes. And got it. They sort of explained it like, oh, we need this key thing. Yeah. I'm sure they could have overcome that another way. Well, they could have gone back and got it off of Peter Quill, wherever Peter Quill got it from, I suppose. But yeah, no. but like, but like it, yeah. it's just sat there on its own for hundreds of years. They could have gone back, yeah. got the, got it, done what they need, put it back, and then Peter gets it at so the start. They, of yeah, Guardian. they explained it, but they needed his his like thieves yeah, tools. Very very weird. I mean, again, I love this movie yeah. and everything that we talk about. Yeah. We're whinging about it. The answer is. 
because it makes it a better movie. Yeah. That is it, always the answer. Because it means you get to see the other side of um, Peter Quill doing the dancing and yeah. like singing. <laughs> How <we> get to <laughs> yeah. so, so he's an idiot. He's an idiot, isn't he? <laughs> Boom. Oh, it's genius. And the I choice love... was this one or a tree. tree. <laughs> All right, we're mad to jump around here, but yeah. I've got it. So my nomination for MVP of the movie, yeah. Nebula. You like Nebula a lot, yeah. She does amazing. Karen Gillan's performance in this is amazing. Yeah. She takes a character that's been not like top tier in yeah. any of the films that she's been in. And she's like one of the sort of the emotional and, and she's the real driver of this. And she yeah. has amazing... Like the where she's confronting herself. Yeah. Also, she kills. So she kills the younger version of herself. Yeah. Don't do that in time travel. <laughs> Everyone knows that you should then fade away if you do that. So again, that's no, another time travel thing. A back, they, they so back to the future is just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, I love that time travel films. <laughs> they got Terminator, Back to the Future, Die Hard, Die Hard. That's no, not, not one. time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Bill and Ted. Yeah, in all seriousness, she, she really incredible, incredible mm. scenes with Nebula in. She does really, really good She's stuff. I was not expecting her to be such a major character, no. so no, I, was, I was really, really glad to see that. So, but the reason we have the the comedy moments with Quill, oh, I don't want to talk about it. And New York is because it leads up to the the Hawkeye, yeah, weirdo thing. By the way, interesting point. Cap then takes all the Infinity Stones back, right? Well, yeah, so presumably there's an awkward moment where he bumps into the Red Skull again. Exactly, yeah. Also, so, we should probably talk about this after yeah. this, but vague possibility yeah. of a resurrection route for Natasha there. if they By him to. replacing the stone. So if it's soul for a, star, yeah. a soul, do you get one back when you return the stone? Yeah. <laughs> Who it knows? One, uh, one, one, one stone, out. two souls, three. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's the possibility. So, the, so yeah. that whole bit, I mean, it is that is absolutely heartbreaking and the, it's worse when you from, know it's going to happen you know it's going to happen yeah. from the moment you realise it's the two of them flying yeah. off to Vormir yeah. and you know there's only one way it can it can end but you don't know who it's going to be that's the thing the, like like the the con the, when they're fighting each other to yeah. be the noble sacrifice yeah. and like they they both have their reasons mm. it's 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 horrendous I I was crying at the point that uh, Clint jumps. Yeah. Yeah. The leap, because it was so slow motion. It was like, <gasps> and then it extends for a bit. And that, and that is just, that's like all the emotion. And then suddenly tugging at the heartstrings. And then you realize where the swap's just about to happen. Well, you're not totally sure. I still wasn't sure. I thought oh, it could still be Clint, but no. It's, it's, it's when he, he realizes that she attached mm-hmm. her like line thing to him. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very sad. Um, Made me realise how much I fucking love Black Widow, though, as well, which is a real shame. It feels... I get why it happened, Mm. and someone did have to die there. Yeah. It feels like Black Widow never quite got her due in the same way as a lot of the other characters in this. Oh. um... Tony has his arc. Cap has his arc. Black Widow has less screen time in the whole thing than Ant-Man. Yeah, but it's not the her arc's not finished yet. No, and I think that if if the Black Widow standalone film had happened already, mm. it would maybe not Work feel better. quite the same. Yeah, but it feels like there's unfinished business with with Nat. I think in terms of an actual character arc, hers is pretty good. 
Yeah, like, it just it just it felt it, there wasn't quite enough of it. It would have been nice to have had more from her. No, so, noble sacrifice is generally probably how she can appease the guilt from the things she did before she. Oh yeah, I, I, I completely, yeah, I yeah. completely get get like why she did it, and I don't, I don't have a huge. Hmm. There's been a lot of talk about if this is a fridging thing. Mm. I personally don't feel no. that it is. It's she makes her own choice to do that. She has yeah. agency. She's not killed just so that the men can feel something, no. which is the classic sort of fridging thing. Mm. Um, it just it I, I don't know it. It feels a little bit. I don't like the fact that the the MCU has a problem with female characters yeah. and they've lost they've killed two of their best female characters in subsequent movies in the exact same way which yeah. doesn't feel great yeah true and then yeah the one bit of the film that i didn't like was the sort of girl power moment at the end see i really liked it it should have been cool i don't think they earned it yeah you can't when it's taken you 20 films to have a female-led movie, mm. you don't get to have a moment which goes, "Look how, look how feminist we are." I think that is a precursor to to what we'll see in the second era of this. Yeah. So you get to do that moment at the end of that second era. I. It's it's a cool moment, mm. but sort of stepping back from the movie a bit, it's them going, "Look, look at us, we're so woke," but they 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 haven't earned it at that point. And it is also, also like, I agree. Said with love, what the fuck use is Mantis going to be <laughs> in that fight? I, my <laughs> my thing was the same with Sarah. So I was watching, going, yeah, okay, this is quite cool. Oh, what the fuck is Gwyneth Paltrow doing there? Oh but shit! It's, like, this, they, they all do amazing things yeah. in that fight. It didn't need. Why are all the girls stood together? That didn't make why, sense. Why is there a little moment going? Look, look, there's women. Now we'll get back to the boys actually punching people. It. it I get what they're trying Apart to do. From, uh, I don't think it was done cynically. I just don't think they really earned that moment yet. Hopefully, they will. I've. I mean, we're, we're jumping a little over. I. I. I have a. I think Marvel has a slight Captain Marvel problem as well. The Captain Marvel problem is the Superman problem. She's too yes, powerful. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So like, she should have been able to defeat Thanos straight off. Can I? Can I? She's meant to be that. She, she would. She would have been able to defeat Thanos straight off. And in fact, she did defeat Thanos straight off at the start of the film. Yeah. Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet on is another thing, though. However, Scarlet Witch just nearly tears him apart. She rips his armor off. She's no. She is about to tear him apart. Scar- I would say Scarlet Witch at that point seemed more powerful than Captain mm. Marvel. But at the same time, Scarlet Witch didn't pull apart an entire spaceship with just by flying. So like Captain Marvel, she gets punched in the face with the Power Stone. Yeah, which like that is enough to destroy a planet. I'll send you a fun meme uh, later, <laughs> which is um, it, it, it's uh, in fact I can read it out. It it it, it lends itself quite nicely to. Uh, also, love yeah. the moment where Thanos just headbutts her full force, and she just doesn't even flinch. Yeah. Um. It's uh, the bit where Doctor Strange is holding up his finger, for the, 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 his uh, index finger, and it says, what Doctor Strange was trying to say, fly up, Thanos can't fly. Uh, give me one minute, I'll help you deal with it after the flood. Uh, take out one of the stones so Thanos can't do the snap. Bring the glove up to Captain Marvel, she can handle the snap. Uh, Tony, okay, I am Iron Man, snap. What the fuck? <laughs> um, uh, that... it, it does... Um... Yeah. 
it puts a, a whole new sp- like the the bit where he gives the stone to Thanos. Yeah. He like you, watching that back now. Yeah. He knows that he's saving Tony's life at that point. Yeah. So that he's going to die in the future. Yeah. It's it, 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 I, I need to go back and watch Infinity War again now, I think, yeah. having seen and Endgame. I think, well, they sort of repeat the bit of going where Tony says, "This you've seen that it, this does work. And you can tell Strange knows exactly, obviously Strange knows what's going to happen. And he says, I can't tell you because otherwise it won't work. And you get that feeling that's like, he can't tell you because you're going to die. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, you can't know that you're going to die. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, though. Still sticking with Captain Marvel. It is so cool when the ship's guns stop firing down on everyone, and then they just point to the sky, and everyone goes, "What are they shooting at?" It's like, well, obviously, yeah, that, is, that is a great moment. The, the biggest threat. So, so let's let's briefly go back to they come back. They're yeah, trying to vaguely go yeah. through this in order. Uh, Natalia's dead. Natasha's dead. Natasha, Natalia, yeah, um, and. Um, they find a way of putting, uh, constructing a very cool Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet, mm-hmm. and then um, nobody asks why Nebula isn't in the room when they're doing the the test no, of it. No, that's a good point. Does she not want to see this? This is pretty important. She should be like, we put a lot of effort into this. <laughs> she, it's all right. I'm getting a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this machine's taking so long. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even thought about that. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, they snap, and you've got that brief moment of happiness before these just like hellfire rains down on the uh, facility. Yeah, I loved how that bit was done. So well done. And you just see the reflection yeah. in Hulk's eye, yeah. and his expression changes. Yeah. Oh, we haven't even mentioned Hulk, by the way. Yeah, Professor so that, Hulk. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> I love it. It's. So... I don't, I. I, I Again, like people have said, oh, it'd have been nice to have seen a bit of the development of how that worked. The film is three fucking hours long already. Yeah. Like, if you had another twenty minutes of of him in the lab arguing with himself. Yeah, I, I love how they've CGI is perfect. They just nail Mark Ruffalo. In it is really well. good, and like he he seems a little bit smaller and less powerful than. Yeah than hulk but also he doesn't quite act in the same way that banner did so i think there's because like in, in the comics don't they sort of when he is professor hulk there's bits yeah. where he kind of hulks out yeah. and goes full hulk they didn't really do that but yeah they could head that way in the future yeah and there's bits that you could tell there were moments when he's he's about to lose it like yeah when thor's got his hand on him he goes take your hand off me thor well and and yeah. when when they're uh when they they know that Natasha's dead, and yeah, and they're he's, not getting launches back. the bench. There's yeah. a whole backstory on the bench that that Captain America goes back in time to put the bench on the side of the lake so he can sit down on it for the so. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes. He has to go and find the bench because you never see where the bench lands. <laughs> uh, yeah, love Professor Professor Hulk. The Russo brothers have even mentioned the bench. By the way, for God's sake. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the bit in the cafeteria uh, in the diner. Oh yeah, the kids coming up. You want to get one with him? Come on. they're not Ant Man But like those kids would have been, if they were, yeah. So if they were sort of like eight or nine, they would know who he is. They would know. They would have been four when he disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. 
also Ant Man scene with his daughter was was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, uh, they did that very well. Her, oh. it's not it's not really made clear if her mother's still around. I'd imagine she would be after oh. the snap. Who would be after the snap? Yeah. yeah. So okay, with with the the unsnapping, mm. you have to imagine that they put a bit of thought into bringing everybody back because otherwise there's going to be a lot of people materialising at seventy miles an hour in the middle of highways. There's going to be people materialising thousands of feet up in the air uh, inside what is now a building. You know, they. I, I hope he put a bit of thought into uh, how to bring people back because it would be a pisser to be dead to be resurrected only to realize that oh yeah i was on a boat when it happened and that boat's not here now shit yeah so hopefully they they, yeah yeah everyone was brought back in a safe location i'd imagine so or like what if you just rematerialized and someone happened to be walking through that space at the same time it'd be some sort of horrendous like the thing style explosion but i don't think it's that sort of movie yeah no nor do i um so they're come back. on come on let's let we've been skirting around it we all know which is the best orgasmic jizzy we're, we're not we're, we're so close we're, we're, we'll do this oh, come we'll do, on edging stop edging it a bit me yeah, yeah, yeah. so facilities come crashing down thanos has followed them through some form of time travel which yeah, means like he gets a ship through opens there. a yeah. portal somehow yeah. and gets a ship through there well he had some pin particles as well oh he did didn't he yeah yeah Okay, so yeah, so he's through, he's, he's, and then it's him squaring off against Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America, which is like the warm-up fight, isn't yeah, it? That's really? the, yeah, that's the, you know, it's a trap, it's don't a, you? It's a one, him versus the three of them, mm. and they get the, the crap beaten out of them, it's fair to say. Um, there's one bit where <laughs> Thor's lying on the ground, and Thor got Molnir. we haven't even mentioned that he went, when he went to Asgard, he gets Molnir back. He does. Um. And, he, and you know they bring Rene Russo back, yeah. and that is a lovely bit. That's very, it's good very scene, sweet actually. as well. She, what she knows. What she they noticeably well. didn't bring back was Natalie Portman. So the sort of reused footage from Thor two, <laughs> and then Rocket running out, going, "I got it." <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you see Molnir flying through the air, and mm. I think this is the bit that had the biggest audience reaction. I don't think I've ever seen an audience twice now react in the same way as this, which is that when it obviously smacks Thanos and it comes back and you see who's thrown it and it's Captain America holding Molnir. Yeah. What in the yeah. first one that I went to, yeah. somebody in the cinema just went, Fuck me <laughs> at that point. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. But that was a real sort of it, it, Thor says, I knew it yeah. at the exact same moment that everyone in the cinema is going, I fucking knew it. Yeah. You called this Russ. I did call this. He you totally did. could have picked it up at any yeah. point. You reckon that? Yeah, he didn't suddenly become yes. worthy. He, I did watch Age of Ultron yeah. the other day. Yeah, he is not trying. No, when he picks it, he just goes, nah. Yeah, it, it moves, <laughs> and then Nothing. he deliberately doesn't take it any further. Yeah, yeah. No, but for all those, all that, all those bitches now saying, "Oh yeah, I said that all along." Um, you did say it. I did say it. Yeah, that. you did definitely. Yeah. Um, so Captain America with the shield, Molnir, like channeling lightning might be the coolest thing yeah it's absolutely oh awesome. my god i love and it. he uses the axe as well doesn't he yeah and because there's a bit where because i want the i want the big one <laughs> thor <laughs> yeah i love i love thor and captain america's fight banter 
it happens it happens a fair amount and i like it, it it's it's quite sweet um because they're, they're both kind of like warrior like aren't they they're, mm. they're both quite similar um so yeah then that happens they get him on the rocks and then he beats the shit out of them destroys captain america's shield breaks his arm breaks his leg by the looks of things as well and it's just then calls down his army to like finally just end this all yeah and you got captain america on his own just stands up tightens his shield up and he has an army all the griblies we saw in infinity war there's a, a sort of a very faint kind of reprise of the, the captain america kind of theme yeah the the sort of the can't really do it but the the, the music from the first yeah. captain america moment and then i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it and then you get the um the crackle on the radio and you hear on your left and then the portal opens yeah. and then all the portals open. That was such a, a big, like yeah. people were losing their shit yeah. in the screening that I'd, I'd gone to. I think that's when I, I think that's the first time I started crying. Like, like, the, and it's, yeah. it's crackly enough that you, you're going, was that, that really sounded like Sam. Yeah. Was that Sam? Was that Sam? And then, yeah. So and good. then you get the Asgardians, you get the Wakandans, you get, all the superheroes, you get the Guardians of the Galaxy, you get Wasp. Uh, and but then, most importantly for us, you get Valkyrie, get Valkyrie on Pegasus. On her fucking horse. Where did that come from? <laughs> Who cares? I, I <laughs> yeah. do not care. Yeah. But where, where has the Pegasus been this whole you time? Get Korg and Meek. I, yeah, Korg and Meek. Uh, Spider Man, obviously, as well. Yeah. Amazing moment. Yeah. Tony doesn't even say anything, yeah. which very rarely happens. Yeah. The, only, the only other time is when he realizes how much of an idiot. Peter Quill is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like Peter's just jabbering at him, and he and just gives him a, a massive hug. And this leads to the giant fight between. Like, I think you're right, Duncan. I think this is one of those ones. I think you need to watch it a few times to take it all in. Everything yeah, I happening. De- definitely found that fight yeah. better in the second one, mainly yeah. because I'd steeled myself a bit and wasn't still crying like li- like a little yeah. girl through most of it. <laughs> Um, but it, it, yeah, when, when you sort of you've seen it once, you know what happens, and you can just sort of relax and just enjoy it a bit more yeah. than trying to worry about what's happening. Who's got who's got the the Infinity Football at the moment? So so it leads to uh, yeah. the little bit between uh, Strange and Wong. Yes, that is hilarious as well. <laughs> um, is this uh, well, I can't remember the line, but it was it was funny. Was it it, is this is this everyone? <laughs> Do you want more? <laughs> Yeah, so then it, it it leads to like a number of cool moments, um, and Thanos trying to get the Infinity or this version of the Infinity Gauntlet back. Mm. Um, but it's it's hard to explain what happens. Captain Marvel obviously appears when the ship starts fu- like raining fire down on the planet, basically. So I do have a question at this point. So they're trying to get the Infinity Gauntlet into the Quantum Tunnel. Seems that way, yeah. Why? No, they're just trying to get to Thanos, like. This is an easy out for him. To, no, they're, to they're trying to get to the van. They're trying to get the glove to the van. Oh, to try and take the, the uh, stones back. But Thanos is there. Yeah. Like, I, I suppose, yeah, if he's not there. Yeah. They want to get the stones back in where they yeah. should be. Um, and all the right... It, it, you know, it cuts out Steve having to do it later. They're, they're... But see, I suppose, but yeah, at that point, all that would do... Mm. Earth would still be fucked. Yeah. Thanos is on it with his army. But he wouldn't be able to do the snap. Yeah, and I think the the plan is that they'd eventually be able to take them. That's the first time you see Thanos look worried as well. Is mm. when everyone turns up. 
Oh, I mean, it's particularly when Black Panther turns up as well. Oh, I love it so much. But the like Falcon soaring out of that mm. portal. I mean, he literally looks like an angel. Yeah, flying out of the portal is absolutely stunning. Yeah, Falcon's fast becoming one of my favorites. And Spider Man swinging through. Yeah. Over a Wakandan like field, what's he swinging off? It's always the question for Spider Man. What is he attached to? <laughs> He's particularly a Wakanda. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I want to see the other um, side of this I'm with a massive Dr- armies. Oh. Mm. Sorry, Duncan. Um, Drax actually also has. He doesn't say anything. Mm. Well, okay, towards the end he does, but he still has one of the funniest moments in the battle because there's that massive monster yeah. coming through, and all you see is Drax jumping on and then comically yeah, splatting uh, at it. But that's like in um, yeah, Guardians he pulls too, the same there? move, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. So like yeah. they they all do their like their move, don't they? I think was it was that the big guy from the Black Order? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the guy uh, yeah. with the extended yeah. chain hand, and then Giant Man just stands on him. Yeah. Yeah. I. L- yeah. I love, uh, mind you, Drax might have been in the whole film. We just wouldn't know. No, yeah, <laughs> movements are so imperceptible. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Um, I was surprised by how little the Snappies were in it. So I, I yeah, I, mean, I was as well. I, I kind of thought that it was oh. going to be half the film outside, and, and maybe we'd sort of see some stuff going on inside the Soul Stone or whatever. But it seems like they they weren't conscious of what was happening no, they, they just came they back just five suddenly years came later. back yeah i think um i think they're very aware that the people that were snapped were the ones that are getting more films so, yeah so i'd imagine they'll get their moment when they do the big equivalent of endgame the next time round. yeah so i mean and there's there's still a lot to, like they literally they got back they had a big fight there's no, there was not really much time for sort no. of talking about it like there's still stuff to happen Excuse me. Cough, um, cough. So then, that obviously leads to the one in fourteen million thing, which is Tony Stark putting on the Infinity Gauntlet. So, I mean, we all knew that there was no way Cap and Tony were walking out of this film. As it turns out, neither of them really do. No, but in different ways. Um, but yeah, I, th- I, I, th- I, it, yeah, it it's was right. Very it, well done. Yeah, it's the perfect ending for that character. Yeah. And when Pepper says to him you know we're gonna be okay yeah that's that was really good yeah that was the bit where i was like no so yeah yeah and i mean also the 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 way he goes you know because thanos goes i am well Hmm. i am inevitable yeah doesn't work and then it's how iron man finishes the very first film the film Hmm. that starts it he sort of finishes the film well, doesn't finish the film, but finishes, closes it with the same sentence going, "I'm Iron Man." Yeah. Not, but without the yeah. same emphasis, showy emphasis. I think that was brilliant. What I love about the Tony Stark funeral as well is it was not just uh, a a where this is Tony Stark's funeral. It was a closing of the this whole era as well. Yeah, they're calling it the Infinity Saga. Aren't yeah. They? So it was. So the fact that John Favreau's there in like one of the scenes, just talking to Tony Stark's daughter about oh, cheeseburgers. God, that's oh so God, sad. yeah, and um, and Harley's there. The yeah, kid from Iron Man exactly, Three is there. Yeah. I'm convinced they're going to use him. I, I'm. I think. Well, so the fact that he's at the funeral yeah. establishes that he stayed in contact with Tony. Yeah. So I I think there's they're going to do Young Avengers, and I think he will be Iron Lad or whatever it's called in Young Come Avengers. Come up with a better name, but yeah, sure. Um, 
because you've already got stature, which is um, Ant-Man's daughter, and she's she's aged five years. You probably won't do Kate Bishop. You'll probably just have Hawkeye's daughter being part of it as well. Yeah, so I mean, he literally calls her Hawkeye. Yeah, so I think I think they'll do Young Avengers, um, who I think at one point was led by Vision. So that might be an interesting way of bringing him back into it. Vision's definitely coming back. One hundred. There's a whole series called Wonder Vision coming. Well, that I mean, that could have been like there's ways you could have got got around yeah, that. And, and but the, like you saw Shuri doing the, yeah. the the stuff with him before she got to, and then she's been dusted for five years. Yeah. But she's back now, and at some point she's going to go. Oh yeah, by the way. Yeah, I've got this file. I've do got, want, I've do got your friend in my computer. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Tony Stark's funeral then leads to the moment when Cap has to take the Infinity Stones back. And um Yeah. And so like um, I am literally just itching my eye, Russ, I'm not crying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it you know he's not gonna come back. But the fact that it lights up slightly after five seconds because mm. it even gives you the countdown. And Bucky knows, obviously, that he's not coming Well, Bucky, back. he's going to be gone for yeah. five seconds, as yeah. far as they're concerned. But Bucky looks him dead in the eye and yeah. he says, I'm going to miss you, pal. Yeah, yeah. You don't miss someone in five seconds. No. He knows that he's not going to see... Yeah. He's not going to see him in that way again anytime soon. It's one of the most beautiful endings, I think, for a, an action hero, I mm. think, I've seen. In a in a very, very long time. Yeah. What I really like about that is because in all the other Cap movies, mm. he does not get a happy ending. No. This is Cap's happy ending, and I don't mean in that way. Yeah. Um, once once he thinks of a way, does end in that way to delicately tell Peggy that he fucked her niece, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're gonna have a very long and happy life together. <laughs> I bet he's some. He would probably be thinking Man, going, that is going to be awkward both. when Sharon Carter is born in about ten years. Hmm. He is not going to be able to look that baby in the eye. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely not. But uh, yeah, as as endings go, it would have if if Tony and Cap had both died, I think that would have worked. But they got to have two very different, very emotionally affecting endings that both perfectly fitted the characters he um it was it was it was a it was deserved as well for cap because he's been through the ringer his entire yeah i mean life. he has he has earned it yeah does throw as up say, timeline it... issues you know but uh, let's just assume that they're i, I think yeah well they're, they, they're in an alternate timeline they've said that they'll be addressing that yeah they, that's they that's the russos who have nothing to do with this anymore have said that this was something that is being addressed in the, in the MCU. yeah I, I'm, I'm not really worried about it like they're, they're gonna they they will just find a way ultimately they're going to do whatever makes the best the most entertaining yeah. film yep and people sitting around talking about physics rages isn't going to be terribly entertaining no no definitely not so um just quickly then uh the far from home trailer uh i i have some questions about yep. endgame that i need answers okay to. go for it when they do the test run yeah why did they send clint to his house <laughs> it's pretty harsh isn't it <laughs> Uh, because it was a known, they needed a known time and place. That's he why he they can't think of any. He can't think of any other any other place or time he's been. But no, like, because he's emotionally distraught and he wants to see his family again. Oh, so it but, was no, him but that's using not what, it. As he can't excuse. see his family. If he had, it would, it would have caused all sorts of problems, according to their 
their stuff. But no, we're going to send he you back to, to just see. I he know he to. wanted it doesn't mean to. That he does. I know he wanted to, but it's still a fucking stupid idea. We should, we're going to send you back to some anonymous shopping mall that you went to twenty years ago. I think it works really Thank well you. in the film. I, yeah, I, I know that is always the answer. <laughs> um, also, when they do the whole time travel thing, yeah. there is there is no time pressure no. for when you travel back in time. So they could have waited for Thor to sober up before <laughs> sending him back. That's a good point. <laughs> to uh, to Asgard. So my my argument for that was I reckon it didn't look like he was gonna sober up anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would imagine they thought this is probably the best we're gonna yep. get. I also think there's a good chance that Rocket just killed Jane. Because <laughs> you don't see her, do you? You don't see it, and also like getting the ether out of her in that film was not an easy process. No, but he makes it look really easy. Um like also like timeline wise, yeah. there's no point at Thor in Thor two where she goes, It's a really weird dream that a raccoon came and stabbed me. <laughs> that would be great foresight, wouldn't it, it would if they be. did that? Um yeah. and uh finally Yeah. Did Obadiah Stane play Lebowski in the Big Lebowski in the MCU? <laughs> so that's that there's another interesting question that comes from that. Which is well, who's playing Mace Windu? No, and uh, Stan Lee, as well, who apparently played himself in. Well, so yeah, so in Mallrats, it's known. So Stan Lee, yeah. definitely exists as Stan Lee, yeah, because he's reading the Mallrats script. But he's because Stan Lee appears yeah. in the comics, and he's a novelist. Yeah, so I think that's the Stan Lee that is in. No, because then he wouldn't have had the com- the cameo in the comic shop in Mallrats. So he must be Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's weird as well. But yeah, who? D- d- who why does nobody point out that Obadiah Stane took time off from running Stark Industries to to star, <laughs> to star in a Coen Brothers film? I think I think it's to get around. You could, it's like in you see Ocean's Ocean's Twelve, right? When yeah. they do the whole, you look just like <laughs> an awful, awful dreadful. moment in it's, an awful, awful film. It's dreadful, but but weirdly, it kind of explains this. Like yeah, I'd yeah. imagine, Obadiah Stane got that. You know, if you grew your hair, you just look, you look just like the dude from the Big Lebowski. But weirdly, Thor looks more like the dude from the Big Lebowski than than he does anyway. That amazing choice of knitwear that they have him in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That was that was that was good. Yeah. Any more? No, I mean, like, there's loads of sort of stupid nitpicky things, and there's loads of lists of these things all over the internet. But for the most part, the answer is always because it's more fun. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um. We're, we we we're looking for more um, topics now, so so I'm not going to say where I think it should go in our list mm-hmm. of Marvel films because we're going to re-rank them at some point. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll I think we need to redo the ranking. Yeah. We'll do it the same way as we did with like submitting scores for them all. But there we go. I think yeah. we can do the official ranking of the Infinity Saga. Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do that at some point because we're going to need a load more topics because we've got so much more to do now. But um, <laughs> uh, so that that can be one of them. <laughs> Uh, searching questions 12 and 13 I'd imagine coming like mm-hmm. before the end of the year uh, Far From Home trailer yeah so because it has a major yeah, effect on, on the Spider-Man universe Duncan have you seen the, the Spider-Man trailer yes of course I've seen it on YouTube and I've, I well, saw it even I'm before I just fucking asking I didn't sorry, know if you'd seen it or not sorry Russ I love you you know this yeah I've seen it on YouTube and then saw it in the cinema and oh, did you get uh, it in the cinema 
Oh, now have you seen the new Far From Home? Oh, trailer? yeah. I was going to say if if I went to see Endgame and I got yeah. the the second that Far would From be Home so trailer, harsh. what the fuck? Have you seen? The... Oh no, I haven't seen the airport. I haven't seen the second. Oh, oh right, reel that. it back then, yeah. dickface. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, see, I, there there was a Far From Home trailer uh, before there Endgame. Was. Yeah, there's uh, a new one out though. Do you want to? Should, should we pause the recording for a minute and Duncan can watch it? Because yeah. you're not going to have much contribute otherwise. Yeah, do that. Duncan, do you have access to YouTube? Yes, I am. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So it should be one where Tom Holland pops up at the start saying, don't watch this unless you've seen Endgame. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm just watching it now. Cool. Okay, cool. I'm going pa- to pause the recording. Okay. So, yeah. Far From Home trailer then. Just before we get onto the Far From Home trailer, actually, um, we didn't even mention Sam becomes Captain America and it's awesome. Captain America gives him the shield and now Sam is Captain America. Yeah, and that's awesome. Nicely into what the Winter Soldier, Falcon movie, uh, movie TV series is going to be. I half hope they change the name of it now. What what's it called at the moment? Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It'll be called something better than that. Captain America Winter Soldier is what I've got. Well, I mean, they couldn't they couldn't say. Oh yeah, it's called Captain America Winter Soldier. So now I hope it's called yeah. Well, he's not he's the he's not the Winter Soldier anymore, is he? No, Sam and Bucky would be good. Yeah. (laughs) Road trip. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I want to watch. I can't wait for it. Well, I mean, like people from the the party scene, Age of Ultron. I would quite like to see an Avengers movie where fuck all happens. Yeah, <laughs> and it's literally just them chumming around. Yeah, I, I'd watch that, but <laughs> never mind. Um, so right, yeah, Far yeah. From Home trailer. Obviously, can't talk about this in any meaningful way, except within the context of. Mm and Endgame spoilers safe zone. But, uh, yeah, so this is sort of Peter dealing with the loss of father figure number two in his life, really, isn't it? definitely. Um, And sort of stepping up a level from friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man to Avenger. Reluctantly, this Mm. time. So the first one was all about him wanting to become an Avenger, and this one's all about him just wanting to to spend time with the girl that he fancies, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. And not putting his friends at risk. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, then we're introduced because he, he's constantly like trying to uh, make sure Nick Fury doesn't get hold of him. Obviously, Nick Fury will find him. He's Nick Fury. Um, I think Nick Fury is probably quite a difficult man <laughs> to avoid. Yeah, you don't ghost Nick Fury is one of the yeah, lines. Like, it, isn't it? Yeah. I, th- I think just hanging up on him is is not going to be enough. No, no. guy has resources um, and. It's Mysterio that's working with Nick Fury. Yeah, so says, that, is, that is definitely Mysterio, isn't yeah. it? Is that what his his yeah. name is? Uh, no, they they call him Mister whatever his name is, but um, Bex, Mister Bex. Yeah. So he's come from a different alternate reality. Well, apparently, uh, for, uh, as part of a multiverse. My thought is they're not going to offer that up just like that. That yeah, and and Mysterio is. A liar. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's. I think throughout the film we find out that Mysterio hasn't come from another reality, and that it's bullshit, and that he's 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 managed to con everyone. And then I think the post-credit sequence is finding out that the multiverse is real. Yeah, but then like, so in the isn't he like a sort of like a special effects guy yeah. with a with a bad grudge? Yeah. Those elemental things, like that's quite impressive special effects. Yeah, 
So maybe there's a bit more to it. There, there could be a bit of the um, a bit of the mandarins about this in that they're sort of subverting our expectations. Maybe because they know that everyone thinks, oh, it's Mysterio, it'll all be bullshit. Maybe it's actually not in this. So, I don't know. As ever, we're going to have to wait and see what happens. But it looks pretty cool. And it looks like it, even though like this is clearly going to be a bit more emotionally impacting than the first Spider-Man movie, mm. and there's going to be a lot of um, Peter and Happy, by the looks of things, sort of working through dealing with the loss of, of Iron Man, of Tony. Yeah, Iron Man. Um, it does still look fucking funny. It really does. Yeah, it's it's it looks like a Marvel film, doesn't it? Looks like a similar tone to the first Spider-Man, with a bit more, um, bit more at stake. Yeah. So, as I think we we mentioned earlier, very conveniently, all of the main characters got dusted and have been brought back. So none of them are awkwardly five years older than everyone else. Yeah. Um. No one that we see anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, there might be some vague thing about mentioning that some people are are of it. Like, when there's that scene where he sees Ned, Hmm. uh, and it does look like he looks really lost in his own school. Yeah. So maybe it's that, like, actually, you know, he doesn't know who most of these people are, and sort of schools have been rearranged and everything due to the fact that half of the kids in them disappeared. Well, I'd imagine that's the case. Mm. But um, the other thing I've heard, the the Endgame thing, the guy in the background that looks suspiciously like Ben Mendelsohn. Like, is this just a guy that looks like Ben Mendelsohn or is that actually Ben Mendelsohn? Look, well, you can't tell. I mean, presumably if Ben Mendelsohn was in this film, they would either reveal it or keep it under wraps. I'd imagine they'll keep it under wraps. Mm. But it would it'd be a nice little nod if he's in the background. Like if... The scroll have got to become bad guys at some point. But do they? Yes. Why? Because Just because they're baddies in the comics? Because there's so many storylines based around them being bad guys. But they're... They probably... They don't work all that well in films. Because you've just got a film where it's endlessly... Oh, well, this person's a fucking scroll, it turns out. Mm. You know, they're like the live model decoy things. They're just too comic-y to work really well in films I think so I, I really like the fact that the scrolls are just these put upon poor motherfuckers in the uh, so in my, Captain Marvel my I, I think it's a double cross maybe but then that would make Captain Marvel look like a dick in her first movie well she's fairly naive yeah that's, but it, that's... it makes her an, if, if the scroll turn out to have been playing her all along it makes her an idiot I, I don't think so not necessarily. Not if they're good at it. Like everyone, everyone's been duped <clears throat> throughout these Marvel films. I mean, look at Captain America. Like he's duped throughout Winter Soldier by nearly everyone. In fact, nearly everyone is. I don't know. I, I like the. I, I don't like the idea of the scrolls suddenly going bad. It's gonna happen. Nah, I disagree. I, they can they can just bring in some other baddies if they need some baddies. But the. the don't they sort of do it in um, uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. They, they're kind of... One of the later series. They're kind of a big deal in terms of baddies, though. They're not just like... They're not like this, this, this Kitari or Shitari or whatever they're called. <laughs> they're, they are... <coughs> they are one of the big bads. I know, like, I know, I know, I know. But they don't, they don't have to be baddies I'd be in, very in the MCU. I'd be very surprised if they didn't do it. Let me put it that way. 
You, you may well be right. I'm just saying, personally, I don't think I'd like it. It depends how they do it. Yeah. Or you could go, like, it could be, like, there's factions of them. Some, yeah. Some of them are good. Yeah, it might just be that these these particular guys were the ones that didn't realise that that there's a load of other people still available. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, regardless, I think the future's bright for the MCU. I think they'll be all right. That's the one thing I realised was that there's still a ton of Avengers left that, that still still seem to want to sign up to do these films. Yeah, I mean, you know, so the, the sort of potential Avengers. Mm. So you've got Falcon, yep. Winter Soldier, Spider-Man, yep. um, Wanda, yep. Vision, question mark, you know? <laughs> Black Panther. Uh, you've got Black Panther. You've got Valkyrie knocking about now. Mm. Thor's still available. Well, Thor's already said that he's he's probably signing on for another film. Yeah. What I think they'll do is probably... Be- Keep him with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, that gets Thor back into the cosmic yeah. context. Yeah, the Asgardians, the galaxy is like they even he even said back together the Asgardians, yeah. the galaxy. Of course, of course, you're in charge. Of course, yeah. of course, yeah, of course, of course. Of course. That, that <laughs> is, is you. brilliant. Yes, that is amazing. That yeah, it's hilarious. And it goes on for like a minute too long as well. It's <laughs> but in such a good way. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was good to get because like. They hadn't. That was the only sort of the guardians dicking around bit that you get in the film. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't really get to say anything up to that point. You get Peter being kicked in the nuts by Gamora, which is quite good. <laughs> you missed the first time, but you got both of them the second. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like poor bastard. Like, <laughs> and then Nebula does have a brilliant line there because it's still Nebula. You yeah. th- you're a bit worried that maybe she's got too sentimental and. Because, uh, you know, she's obviously come across more and more as a, she's a good, what you would like to say is a good guy. But in this, it's like, no, he's still, just still think he's a massive dick and you could have done better. Yeah. And it was, it, I mean, that, she has that, that line moment, of going, she has yeah, killed it was herself that not that long before that moment. And she mm. still manages to get a funny line out. Yeah. Yeah, no, she, uh, she is, she is really, really good in that film. Like in terms of sort of like step up of, excuse me, of uh, okay. like what she does with her character from going from sort of fairly one note in the first Guardians to to that is is amazing. Yeah, yeah, she's. Um, I enjoyed her. She she knows when to be funny. I think Karen Gillan's kind of become a big, much bigger deal than than she was like when she first joined Guardians in terms of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. But she, like Nebula is, she is a very funny character. Mm. I mean, she's playing that silly little game with Tony at the start. Yeah, and she's like trying to trying to control her sort of cat like ninja reflexes. <laughs> that, that's quite a nice little pairing. I like the fact that so many there's so many different pairings as well. Mm. Works very well. Yeah, and the yeah, Rody, watch out! There's an idiot in the landing area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the respect they've even got for Rody, I like as well. Like. The fact that she, she, yeah, she's, she doesn't seem to have much respect for anyone, but like, it's particularly humans. Mm. But like, obviously, she's she's met this one, and he's much smarter than Peter Quill. <laughs> the other thing I thought is, now that the um, Milano's been on Earth, well, it's it not have, the Milano, isn't it? No, the Milano gets blown up at the end of Guardians Two. It's another ship. No. Okay, whatever this it's called, is. I can't remember what it's called. It's called something else. Okay. Yeah, the Benatar. That's what it's called. Okay. So the Benatar has been on Earth. Will it have, like, Spotify now instead of, like, a Zune? 
you'd, you'd hope that yeah. like somebody would take the moment to uh yeah get get quilla but then like you know spotify is no use so if, if you leave earth hmm. unless you've downloaded like all the music i'd imagine they'll have some way some quantum they do, way of... they do seem to have very effective like bluetooth earpieces don't they yeah like the way they always can just talk to each other, and even the people that are just portaled in are immediately looped into. The, there's no bit where they're like, "Right, can we just stop the battle for a minute? We've all got to, we've all got to, we've all got to get into the Wi-Fi." It could be like a, the you know the the loop hearing system for uh, hearing aids that many venues have that you can sort of loop in. Yeah. So maybe it's a very efficient version of that. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Cool. Right. I think that's about it. I think we've covered everything. I think so. In yeah. Detail. It just went on way longer than I meant it to. So yeah. Overall, though. Yeah. Fucking amazing film. Yep. It will. Let's just say this. It will be high up on our ranking. I mean, it's gonna be probably, probably higher than uh, Polygon. Uh, Fucking hell! Did you read that bollocks? Did that? Yep. Did they not like no. it? It Poly- came up. I read it, and then I realised it was Polygon. I was like, oh, I better read this. They just being deliberately when, controversial. Again. Yes. Yeah. So they're they're, no, num- they're number they one. They started copying. They initially copied us for a bit, and then I uh, was like, "Whoa!" Now they're just deli- realizing that we were right, and then they're trying to be. I'm sure that's different. exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh, they, they did a, totally. a ranking. They did a ranking. Yep. Yeah. Um, their number one film was Captain America, <laughs> First Avenger. Nah, I mean it's good. Yeah, it's up there, but it's not the best. Uh, Infinity War was in like the bottom five. Yeah, I thought Infinity War is a bit of a weird one. It's still a great film. It's it's great, but it it's a crap standalone film. Mm. So if if that's what you're judging it on, it is rubbish. Iron Man was then considerably so lower than Iron Man Two. That's just stupid. Yeah. Iron Man Two is rubbish. Yeah, who'd have Iron Man at like number fifteen? We'll go through all this when we do our <laughs> ranking again. Yeah, let's do that. But yeah, it's bollocks. Yeah, so fuck off, Polygon. But yeah, um, <laughs> overall, Endgame an absolute fucking trial. We've we've had little niggles at things, and mm. but but really. Like, I don't think this could have been done much better. So the 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 best review I heard of it was um, Mark Kermode, and he said it's one of those ones that you get in, get out of it what you put into it. If you've been following the Marvel films, you'll really like it. If you haven't, you won't. Yeah, but I mean, like, at the end of the day, if you haven't watched the previous films, this is not it's not for you. Yeah, now's you, not you're the not time going to, start, to enjoy yeah. it, and it, it's not a film that you could make enjoyable mm. for people that don't have that investment. So it's best that they don't even try. Yeah. Yep, totally agree. Right, that's it. So, you want to contact us, like our thoughts on uh, Endgame and the Far From Home trailer, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, all TMTOOH, basically. Just search that, you'll find us. Uh, Thanks for listening. I say it's all a bit different now, but uh, the format will be news, first part of the week, and topic, second part of the week. Uh, And don't forget to go follow Theatrical Cut wherever they end up as well. Um, thanks for listening it's been wonderful I've enjoyed this one Uh, Mm -hmm. we'll hopefully have Tom back next week goodbye bye bye bye